Thank you guys for tuning again into Prophetic Faith Podcast. I have with me today, I've got the awesome pleasure to have, once again, Robbie Barrett. Hello. Pastor Robbie. And then I have with him his other half, the one who runs the show, Kiera. Hello. How are you guys tonight? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. I'm doing well. That's awesome. So, uh, finally glad to have the both of you all here. You know, last time me and Robbie had the pleasure of bringing forth the interview. Now we can get to see both sides here. So, Key, can you tell us a little about yourself? What you do in the ministry? Uh, well, I wear many hats in the ministry. I do children's church. Um, I do all the behind-the-scenes stuff, pretty much. So that's why we never see you? Yes, I'm the woman behind the man. The woman behind the man. Amen to that. <laughs> so, Robbie... You know, has uh, anything exciting been going on in the church here lately? You know, God's been doing some great and mighty things in the church. Uh, it's just always a pleasure. You know, sometimes ministry's hard and sometimes it's tough. Let's be honest. I mean, sometimes you got to put in hours that that's not the most convenient. But I tell you one thing: there's nothing like looking around and seeing people's lives truly changed. And even if it might be, you know. It may not be a whole mass of people. It could be one or two people. But, you know, when you see that one person or that, you know, two people, their lives are truly changed, it makes everything worth it. You know what I'm saying? It makes all the overtime and all the time you put in the messages and seeking the face of God. And I'm just excited to see what God is going to do. I know. We have sure been in some uh, long hours here working on this new program. How's that going, actually? It's actually going very well. We've got a lot of good feedback from the program. Uh, we're just, again, I'm excited to see where God's going to take this. He's already promised us, you know, uh, to step out in faith and watch what I do. And we're already seeing the benefits of us stepping out in faith. So, you know, people uh, wrote back to us, messaged us, you know, saying the show's really touched them. And, you know, it's really impacted them. And that's what we want. You know, we want to make an impact in people's lives. So, Kier, you said you do children's church. Uh, you know, I, I'm not able to attend children's church. Uh, I'm past the age limit. Is there? A, can you tell us how that's going? <clears throat> it's going really well. Uh, me and another lady, Arlene, we alternate weeks, and uh, we try to do interactive stuff that helps the kids remember the lessons that we're going over so they can carry that out through the week. Um, we try to make it fun and show them, you know, being a Christian isn't boring and it's not all rules and regulations they have to follow but it's about having fun it's about loving God and doing what they're called to do because they all have a purpose and a plan for God and we just want to instill that into them it's awesome I wish I could attend children's church but you know they're age limits that don't allow you to do that <laughs> alright so Key Kiera everybody's heard the side about Robbie Let's get a little bit. Let's learn a little bit more about the many hats that you wear. Can you give us a little information about who you are personally? Oh, so you want the whole background? I mean, or? tell us what tell us what the world wants to know. <clears throat> I mean, you know, tell us what you what you want the world it's to hear. It's about to get real. Oh, Guys, hold on to your hats. As she said she wears many. Uh, well, um, do I need to start like when I got saved? Hey, or? you know, yeah. if if that's where you want to begin, we'll roll with that. 
Uh, all right. When I was in high school, um, I got saved. God dealt with me personally, and uh, I got saved in my bedroom at that time. A lot of people believe, you know, you have to be at a church or at an altar, and, um, you know, but it doesn't have to be that way. God can speak to you wherever and however He wants to if you'll listen. Um, and that day, from that day forward, I've been sold out for Jesus. I've always tried to do what I felt like he wanted me to do. I've tried to read his word and understand it and study it because I felt like I was always behind and uh, lagging behind because I wasn't really raised in church. I went when I was really little, but I wasn't really raised in church. So I felt like I had to kind of, I guess, try to raise up and meet people at my own level because I felt like I was always behind and I had a friend Haley Bandy she was always and she always I really always admired her because she always you know stood out she wasn't ashamed of the gospel and you know I think that was actually her favorite scripture uh you know and she was we always called each other soul sisters so you know we kind of helped each other through our last years of high school but ever since then God's just done awesome things for me he's just truly you know, changed my life completely. He, um, when I was a child, I never admitted or told anybody, but I had been sexually abused by my father, and, um, God brought me out of that. I was depressed. I even, at one point, was suicidal, but thankfully, God had a plan for me, and at the time, I didn't know it, but I do now. He had a plan for me, and He's truly changed me from the inside out, and I pray that people can see that but I love him and you know I want to do what he wants for my life and Robbie was a part of that I always say uh, I didn't really have a choice in the matter God <laughs> had Robbie for me I love him but uh yeah I didn't really have a say in that matter <laughs> uh, I don't blame you on that fact <laughs> you know it's it's awesome to personally know these two people uh Keith um What's your vision for the ministry? I know that me and Robbie, Robbie's given what you know he what's instilled, what God has instilled in him for his part of the ministry. What's your vision for your part? Well, coming from the background, like I said, you know I'd been sexually abused by my father, and that's not a anything that most people, especially even the church, want to talk about. You know, my vision is you know Robbie wants to see that physical healing and I really want to see that emotional healing come through for people. Not that Robbie doesn't want to see the emotional and I don't want to see the physical, but I think that he's more towards the physical, but I'm more towards the emotional healing that I want to see people that have been broken and been hurt and mistreated. I want to see them let God work through them and heal them just like he has me because those are some deep-rooted issues that I believe most of us have. And if you don't take root of God's Word and hold on to His truth, bitterness and anger will start causing a lot of problems and issues that will show up in relationships and areas of your life that you don't really think that they will. So I really, I have a heart for the broken and, you know, I have a servant's heart. R Robbie doesn't really have that, so maybe that's why God put us together because we're, he's strong, I'm weak, and where I'm strong, he's weak. So, um, you know, I really just want to 
serve those people around us. I would really love to have um, maybe even uh, some sort of outreach where we could even house, you know, people that are homeless, you know, try to have some kind of recovery program, but not, you know, like Robbie says a lot, not some 12-step program. I want a practical approach that shows people it's not about rules and regulations, you know, it's about seeing God for who He is, not letting people tell you who He is, but you digging deep in the Word, letting people love you where you are, and loving you enough to help you to change to be a better person, to love you out of your mess like Jesus has for all of us. So that's really my heart. Man, Robbie, you said it was getting deep, and it got real in here yes, real quick. Yes, you know, it's It's such a blessing to you know, actually have this time to fully you know get to talk to you about the ministry and i know with this everything's going forward we've not had busy schedules we've not been able to sit down uh you know is there anything i mean i know you said you talk about you you're more you want to see the emotional healing is there anything that you guys are doing now to reach out to do that or is that just something that you've got in the works now or well i do women's ministry as well another one of those hats which i know a lot of pastors wives they do that as well um, but, you know, we're doing a study now, which I really love. It's called um, Wise Women Believe, and it touches base on every area of our lives, you know, from lies <clears throat> we believe about sin, lies we've believed about God, lies we've believed about ourselves, uh, lies we believe about being wives, lies we've believed about our husbands. You know, it just truly unveils what society and Satan has portrayed as the truth and brings us back to the Word of God and you know I feel like you have to start in your house if you know if our congregation members if our women aren't strong you know how can I expect them to help me in this and to raise up others too so I want to we're starting in-house first I guess and uh, we try to do some outreach. Uh, we went to a nursing home last week or last month, and uh, you know we are all about wanting to show people the love of Jesus, and we want to be that light in the broken areas. And when people just feel hopeless, and I believe in nursing homes especially, God just put that on my heart for us to do. You know, a lot of people feel like you know they're not loved there. You know, they're just really a nuisance and you know they're not worth being cared for but you know we went there and we wanted them to know God sent us there you know we love them God loves them enough to have sent us there to remind them that they're precious and they're treasured to him and I believe that society as a whole needs to realize that because sometimes we try to find our worth in so many different things and it oftentimes gets gets us in trouble because we're not in God's will and um, you know I just want to get those that are in our house you know grounded and rooted so they can start to raise others up as well so you so you take on the women's <clears throat> Robbie's you know we have men's meeting and I believe you know I think no we're, we're not doing the study on the, the, the lies we believe as wives <clears throat> You know, if we did, I'd start to wonder if Rob was just still in your lesson plans or something. Nah. Yeah, he probably is. <laughs> so is there any, you know, talking about the women's ministry, is there any upcoming outreach that you guys are going to do? Or is there, you know? 
Um, just kind of standpoint standstill now, or just to kinda... date, I'm actually planning on having a meeting in the next few weeks, and um, it's hard to get the women together sometimes, and uh, just not do lessons, but to speak, because I know a lot of us have younger kids, and we have that mom life going on <clears throat> all the time, so it's hard to get together. But I do believe that we're going to probably start uh, continually going to the nursing home, uh, maybe every two months so about six times a year and um, there's other things I'd like to do and I'm hoping that we can all put a hand in and get things done and do more outreach in our community here to let them know you know hey we're here you know we're Accelerant Faith Ministries uh, God's called us to this area and this region for a reason and uh, you know we want to do our best for God so We'll see what's coming up that's, soon, hopefully. That's awesome. Rob, I did not forget about you in the chair next to me. I did not forget about you. All right, so we've got the personal take on Key and how she give her life to Jesus, as Jesus as we call him. Now, what will you guys tell the world about the relationship of Robbie and Kiera? Was it a God thing? Was it... Well, it was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It was love at first sight for her. Uh, at first, I, you know, I just wasn't sure, but she kept on, no, that's not how it was. I wish I could tell that, but that's not how it was. But uh, anyways, it all started with, uh, she had actually came to one of my services. We were having uh, meetings out in Tazewell at another church. We were having it every week, and uh, she came with a friend that night, and well, about a few days after that, uh, I was going out in the woods to pray. That's where I always go, and I talk with God. And and uh, God just spoke to me, and he said, I want you to tell... And, you know, I had her on Facebook and everything. I knew who she was. And he said, I want you to tell this woman, you know, what to say. What I tell you to say. I want you to tell her this. And I said, God, if if I tell her this, she's going to think I'm crazy. Which, which she still does, you know. <laughs> we we know. Right. But uh, I said, you know, God, gosh, she's going to think I'm crazy. And he said, just do it. And you know, if God tells me to do something, I'm going to do it. Amen. Everything I've watched is what you <laughs> yeah, do. So. So, so I told her what God said. And, uh, but <laughs> I added a little something. something. <laughs> I told her, you know, what God had told me. And then after I was done telling her that you know, what God said, I said, and by the way, this is from me. Ooh. You are beautiful. <laughs> and, you know, it just, it blossomed from there. No. Uh, it was still a lot of work, you know, because uh, we got closer as time went on, and, you know, I just knew that she was the one. You know, I'd, I'd been praying and seeking the face of God, and and I just, that's the best way I can explain it. You know, oftentimes, you know, God will tell us this and people will tell us this. You know, when you know, when you see her, you'll know. Or when you see him, you know that they are the one. And and when I seen her, you know, I just, I knew. I said I had to make a mind. And that's exactly what I did. You know, I put a ring on it. But uh, <clears throat> as time went on, you know, at first she wasn't, you know, she wanted to be confident in it too. You know, she wanted to be sure and... All you people out there that's looking for a, a, a maid out there, a wife, a husband, 
you I'm know, taking notes. Both both partners and both people need to be sure. You know, that's who God has for them. You don't just take the other one's word for it. Uh, I've seen that many times in ministry where people just say, well, you know, God told me to date you or God told me uh, you're going to be my husband, you're going to be my wife, and you you better be saying, well, God's got to tell me also. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, she wanted that confidence, and she at times she couldn't understand why. Okay, hold on. She couldn't understand. Uh, <laughs> she's going to get me from this. But she couldn't understand why I was so confident, and I just couldn't explain it. I just knew that I knew that she was the one, and she needed to just quit fighting and just <laughs> <laughs> quit resisting and just do it, you know? So long story short, though, um, she finally came to the place. I mean, she had to be drugged, you know, to get her wisdom teeth out. I'll never forget that time. I know she she's going to kill me on this. But uh, she never would call me baby or honey or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. She said, I won't kill you. She never would do any of that until she got her wisdom teeth cut out. And I get a text one day and she says, uh, hey, baby. Or something like, I missed you or something like that. And come to find out that she was drugged. <laughs> I said, I promise I'm not dead. <laughs> yes. But anyways, the the point of it is that she finally knew that she knew that I was the one for her. So, you know, I'm just, I just, I'm so thankful where God has took us so far. You know, we've been married seven years now and we just see where God has took us. He's already taken us through many things. Has there been sometimes it's tough? Of course. But you got to work out all the things, all the issues, and you got to understand that it's worth the fight. You know, a lot of people today, they just, they don't want to fight anymore. Anytime something gets uneasy or it gets bad, they just want to throw in the towel. But that's not what God teaches us. He teaches us, you know, if something's worth fighting for, if there's value in it, then you need to put every effort into it. And I'm just so excited to see where God is going to take us. You know, we know what God has promised us, which is great and mighty things. And I'm just so glad that she gets to share this life with me. Well, you know what they say, there's two sides to every story. <laughs> Actually, there's three. Your side, her side, and the truth. Uh, let's see what Key has to say about this. So, the first time I did meet Robbie, it was, he was uh, speaking at an, a church. And I was with a friend, so he didn't lie on that one. Uh, but the second time I saw him was really, I think, when the sparks flew for him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I didn't think uh, too much of him. No offense. <laughs> but I actually went to hear one of my favorite speakers at the time and uh, one of my friends. And uh, he happened to be playing the drums for my friend that was playing. So he saw me and he, I think that's when the sparks flew for him. And then he messaged me the day or night after that happened and that's how that all unraveled but um Robbie talking about how I was uncertain uh what you don't know I didn't share earlier is you know well I had been abused um and at the time I'd when I met Robbie I'd only shared that with one person and it was my best friend at the time so I had a lot of strongholds still take you know I was redeemed and saved and you know loved and treasured and I knew all that but God still had to break some things down and I was also raised in a household 
where uh, domestic violence happened and you know that in and of itself you know made me hesitant because I was always telling myself growing up I will never marry a man that would treat me like that so when I got saved I always knew you know I'm what who God has for me you know if I'm going to be all in I'm not settling for less than God's best and Robbie would agree that he's God's best for me, I'm sure. <laughs> but you know. right, you right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I had a lot of strongholds and you know, and I'm one of those people too, I wanna hear from God. So I wasn't taking this person I didn't really know that well, his word that we were meant to be, you know, I needed to hear from God and you know, something Robbie didn't share either. You know, when I got saved too, you know, I always wanted a husband, you know, and I was uh, 17 at the time, so I was a sophomore, or no, I was a junior in high school, and um, you know those times that you just know something deep in your heart that God's whispered to your spirit that you've never actually vocalized, but you knew it was going to happen? I don't know why, but uh, just even a situation my mom was in at the time as I was a senior uh, I met Robbie when I was a senior in high school and he was out of school at the time but God had always placed in my sphere I didn't know how who or when you know but well the when I guess is what God told me I always felt like by the time I would graduate high school that I would be getting married and you know be out of my mother's house at that time because my parents were divorced by then and um I lived with my mom and uh that's just something God put in my spirit and you know this was all lining up here it is December when I think it may have been the end of November beginning of December when we met in my senior year by March we were engaged and literally one week after I graduated we got married so don't tell me God doesn't speak to his people you know that's something he placed in me and I even was thinking I don't know why God told me that but all these things did line up and God did show me that Robbie's the one for me there's no doubt in my mind that he placed us together and like I said I didn't really have a say in the matter <laughs> but that's okay God knows best but um you know not many people can say even Christians at that can say I know for a fact that I'm married to the person I'm supposed to be but I have that confidence in God and the confidence that God put us together and that confidence in our marriage as a as a couple and as one in Christ you know it's good to sit down and just uh, talk about you know I've heard these stories many a times but you know just to, to let the world know just a little bit about who you guys are and I can personally say from experience, I'll, I'll talk these guys up just a little bit. You know, I see them on a daily basis. My, you know, my brother and my sister, and I, I work with Robbie. And I mean, you know, I can just say one thing. If I just say it in the way it is, they, when they say who they are, they're exactly who they say they are. They're not. You know, some people say, well, pastors are this and pastors are that. They, you know, Robbie's got a heart for his flock. I can vouch for that on one end of many occasions. You know, he's always been there for me and. You know, Key said she has the heart of a servant. There's no doubt about that in my mind. And, you know, I, I, I'm truly blessed to be able to say that I see my pastor and my pastor's wife on a daily basis. You know, I, I'm able to see who they really are. You know, some people go to churches where they just see their pastor on a Wednesday or a Thursday right. or a Sunday morning. And, you know, they 
some churches. I'm not saying about any specific church, you know. I'm saying there's some pastors may not be doing the right things behind closed doors, and you know I can fully say to the world 100%. You know, when the doors are closed, Robbie's still Robbie, Kiera's still Kiera, and I'm. It's it's a blessing to be at Accelerate Faith and being part of this ministry and seeing two people obedient to the Lord, and that's truly an awesome thing to see in this day and age. You know, Kiera, she's she if she tells you something, you just better do it. You know, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. She she'll grip you up real quick. Robbie's the same way. He's a little more lenient, but you know, <laughs> nah, you know, if they say to do it, you know, there's no doubt about it. You know, you better do it because they're truly obedient to the the voice of the Lord and about their congregation, and they got a true love for for each member of that church. You know. It, I see it I can see it on both sides and it's it's awesome to see that two people who truly care about the ministry that God has handed them, you know, it's not it was not built. It was God said, Look, I'm I'm giving you this and I'm gonna give you the steps to take, you know, there it's not about it's not built upon millions of people it's built about around the word of god and Amen. you know bringing people to the kingdom you know we've we've talked about multiple times me and robbie said you know if it's if all if everything by the end is done if it's just to save five or ten lives it was definitely worth it all amen so uh is there anything else you guys would like to pour out to the people with a little encouragement all i can say is is hold on and just keep obeying god keep your focus it's like we said, you know, by the stories we've told, life is not always easy. And that's one thing I love about the ministry, you know, that we have that God has given us is that we can be real. You know, I can stand up there in that pulpit and I can be real with the people. And, you know, that's not always the case. In a lot of churches, there are some churches, you know, the pastor is bound and he can't, you know, really express what's going on and and as Kier said earlier, a lot of the issues <clears throat> don't get solved in the church because we're too busy being fake and phony. So, you know, life is tough sometimes. Life is hard, but the great news is is that we have somebody that will see us through every trial, through every storm, through every process of life. And just know that the good and the bad put together... Uh, God is going to do exactly what he said he's going to do in your life. We're living proof of this. Some of the stories you heard just now, you know, they're true, 100% true. Uh, and it's just proof that God will do what he said. Some of the things that he's promised me and Kier, you know, they were years ago. But now we're seeing things that God, you know, we're seeing them manifest in our life that God had promised us years ago. So... Long story short is that God is always faithful. So just keep trusting Him. Keep pushing forward. You know, keep your head up and keep going because I promise you, God will prove you true. You stay faithful to Him. You stay focused and God will prove you true. It doesn't matter what the enemy says or what people are saying. Uh, God will do exactly what He said. So I just thank Him for that. Kiera, do you have any words of encouragement for all those who are listening? Um, yeah, I agree with everything. You know, Robbie said, you know, it's so hard sometimes to hold on to the truth, you know, when we're surrounded in a society that's full of lies and, you know, Satan tries any which way to convince us that his words are true, you know. 
We have to read the Word of God daily. We have to stay rooted and grounded and knowing what the truth is, you know. And when we read His Word and we see those promises and who He is and how faithful He's been forever and that He will continue to be faithful, you know, there's nothing like being in the perfect will of God and being able to rest and have that peace that only He can give you. You know, we chase after so many worldly things you know possessions uh you know all this vanity you know if we look good if we've got the best car if we get the best vacation if we can get the most likes on facebook or twitter or instagram you know it's so sad that so many people and it you know in the church are deceived by satan and all his tactics you know but we have to fully trust in God. You know, we have to be sold out, completely surrendered. There is no other way to live. You know, since I've got saved, I've completely been sold out. And there's such a peace in that. Are days hard? Yes. And are, you know, my thoughts challenged? Yes. But we have to totally and completely renew our way of thinking. And, um, you know, when you fully trust and depend on God you know you can't go wrong and there's no kind of peace that can come except from God that you know there's nothing like it and the world can offer you a fake peace you know that might last a few seconds minutes maybe even an hour maybe a day but I promise that situations and circumstances those will change and so will your peace if it's not placed in the right place so I just encourage you to trust fully in God. Well, I want to thank you guys both for taking some time out of your busy schedules to let us see a little glimpse into who you all really are. Uh, service times are Sundays, 11 a.m., yes. Thursday nights, 7 p.m. Uh, Prophetic Faith is on Mondays at 7 o'clock. Yes, that's right. And that is on, you can find that on, Robbie, correct me if I'm wrong, that's Living Faith TV station? That's right. And that is also on New Beginnings TV station. On New Beginning, it actually comes on at 6 o'clock. On New Beginnings so, at 6 o'clock, obviously. Yeah, if something happens and you can't catch it at 7, and you don't have DVR, you can catch it at 6 on New Beginning, and then at 7 on Living Faith. And that's television. also found on Roku with yes. the Living Faith at 7 o'clock, of course, right? Yes. All right, and then the podcast, of course, we do update those weekly. Oh, yeah. Trying to keep new material. I do believe, as we mentioned before, we've got a Q&A coming up this Sunday. That's right. Uh, what time is that going to be? Do we Have you got a set time for it yet? or No. No set time yet? Hopefully we'll have one. We'll put that on the Facebook page. That is Robbie Barrett. Just Robbie Barrett. Public speaker page on Facebook. You can also find Pastor Robbie Barrett on Twitter. So, uh, you know, the Q&As, if you have any questions, any you, you might Robbie might have some answers. Who knows? Most times I ask him questions and he looks at me like I'm the craziest person in the world. <laughs> but hey, you know, that's what it is. Those questions can be submitted on the webpage, which is yes. and also can be submitted to Facebook if you have liked his page. Yes. Alright, in closing, thank you guys for taking some busy time out of your schedule. Thank you for having us. We love everybody. Hope you tune in next time.